Hello, this is Tiara. Hello, this is Allie. And this is the Goddess Vibration. Welcome. Today is one of my favorite topics ever because we are going to talk about crystals and why you guys are using them wrong. That is definitely me over here. (laughs) Poor Allie has this super complicated relationship with crystals. Uh, And I can't figure it out. So I don't know what that's all about. I actually have a theory, which I will be sharing with you shortly. Okay. But first, before we dive into that, I just want to talk about how fucking hot it is. Um, So as of this recording, we are in the middle of one of the worst heat waves that apparently the world has ever seen. And I live in Phoenix, so I'm right in the middle of it because it's a fucking desert. I looked at the, uh, what's it called when you, <laughs> it's early. What's it called when you see like the, the upcoming days and the, the, the 10 day forecast forecast. Thank you, Allie. I looked at the 10 day forecast and it was literally like 10 days of 110 degree plus temperature with no end in sight. Fahrenheit, by the way. Yeah, going up to 120 degrees, and I don't think it's ever been that hot, ever. No, it it hasn't. And, like, I was looking on uh, Twitter because I follow a lot of, like, the local um, news outlets and stuff in the region, and they were like, this has never happened before. This is a new record. This is the hottest it's ever been out here. And I'm just like, fuck me. Do nothing. Can't do anything. Like, don't get me wrong. I like the heat. Like, I prefer the heat over the cold. But this kind of heat, it's just like every time I step outside, I feel oppressed. I feel oppressed and I feel offended. <laughs> it's so fucking hot. <laughs> the heat is offensive. It's offensive. Well, that is something that you should get used to because they are actually predicting that 2024 is going to be even hotter. Stop. Where did you see that? Girl, I got news sources. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's going to be hotter next year. It's going to be like the hottest. Like you think this year's breaking records. Well, next year's even going to break more records for all the wrong, all the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't like 0% humidity. I have a cactus in my front yard. It's like one of those vining um, cactuses. And it's like, like. I don't, you sometimes see them off the freeway if you live in in the desert and it's got like the long vines and it's like, um, it's really pretty, but, um, I've had it for a couple of years and I usually water it like once a week or once every two weeks, which probably isn't enough, but I'm working on it. Um, and I went to look at it the other day and it's like, it's little buds are burned. Like, it's been in the oven, the poor thing. So cactuses can't even live in that type of climate. (laughs) Right. I also have some saguaros in my front yard, and they're doing fine. It's just this little one. It's like a potted plant. It's not, you know, in the ground. And I don't think it's as resilient to the heat as the saguaros are. The saguaros, could you could probably put them in a fucking oven and they'll be fine. But this little guy, it's like it's its leaves were burned and I felt so bad. So I had to take it out the sun and I've been having to water it like twice a week. And I'm hoping it doesn't die like my flowers did that one year. You remember those flowers? <laughs> I do remember. I brought those flowers back to life and then you just came in and yeah. killed them. <laughs> 
So Allie was house sitting for me for, what was it, like a week? Yeah, something like um, that. And I had some flowers in my front yard. Okay, so when I got the flowers, the guy was like, oh, yeah, these are heat tolerance. You can leave them in the sun and they'll be fine. And I'm like, all right, cool. So that's what I did. And I was watering them because I could tell that they were struggling. So I was like watering them every day. And then that's what she did when I was gone. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet of you. And then I came home and I was like, I'm done with this. I just let them die. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so my poor, my poor little cactus. I think it'll be okay. I just, I'm going to keep watering it and just, you know, not let it sit in the heat all day. Like in the sun all day, I mean. I think that's pathetic (sighs) that not even cactuses can handle (laughs) this climate. Currently. So, I mean, it, that should just be an indication of what is going on in the world and how it's only yeah. going to get worse, unfortunately. Yeah, apparently, like I saw on Twitter that it's global temperatures. It's global. Kind of like, oh, yeah. People reached. people are yeah. dying of heat stroke all around the world right now. Yeah, apparently people out here, I don't know why people do this, but they're going outside barefoot and getting like third degree burns. And I'm just like, because I saw one of the hospitals was like, you guys can't do this when it's like 115 degrees outside, like you'll get burns. And so people have been getting burns from the heat of the asphalt. And it's just not realizing how hot it really is. Um, so newsflash, if it's over 100 degrees outside, you don't want to go walking around barefoot on that black asphalt, just FYI. I'm not going to comment so. on that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, so crystals, crystals, crystals. I do love my crystals. Interesting. Interestingly, when I had my awakening um, back in 2011, that was when I first started like noticing crystals. Um, because you know, when your energy shifts, you have different needs, right? Like, and you start to like open your mind to some of the more esoteric topics and elements and so forth. So, uh, at that time, crystals to me were just like, these pretty things and I'd be like oh you know that's pretty I can put this on my desk or you know oh that one's pretty I'm just gonna grab that and like walk around with it or wear it as a necklace or wear it as some earrings like you don't really realize the power that crystals have until you really start digging and doing the research and so um, over these last few years I have really started to dig into like how crystals work how you can make them work for you, what they can do for you, because there is a lot that I don't think people understand when it comes to effectively using crystals. There's a lot. Um, So recently, I have used a couple crystals that I found intuitively, which by the way, in my opinion, choosing a crystal intuitively is the best way to go. Um, Again, that's just my opinion. But there's one crystal in particular that I was drawn to that I used to help lift some like trauma, like past life trauma and past life wounding um, from my energy space. And it was very, very powerful. Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm going to see if I can get it. Uh, This one was calcite, like a Congo calcite. And when I say it's one of the most beautiful crystals I've ever seen, like it's just stunningly gorgeous. And the one I have is raw, so it's not shaped um, or like processed. And it's just got like this beautiful pink 
um, like if you could mix pink and purple together, that's the color. And it is so, so beautiful. Um, so I've been using that for some time and it was so, so, so effective for me. Um, Allie has a different experience, which I'm going to let her share. But for me, crystals have just been amazing, especially these last few months as I've kind of dug into some deep trauma and deep wounding that I've been carrying. I grew up in a very spiritual household. And as a result, I there was crystals all over my house. And I've always been very drawn to crystals. And very similar to Tiara's story, I always chose crystals based on whether or not they were pretty or the color. And I'm not saying that that doesn't work. I'm just saying that I bought crystals for the wrong reasons. And as I've gotten... Oh, we all have. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that crystals actually do serve a very important purpose. And it wasn't until, I don't know, maybe six months ago, seven months ago, Tiara, I was, I was having a conversation with Tiara and she was like, well, you do know that you have to activate them. Like you have to check their energy and you have to activate them. And I was just like, excuse me? <laughs> what? Right. The whole process. What do you mean? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you have to check their energy. And Tiara and I are both tarot readers. And I was like, okay, so can you use tarot to check them? And she's like, yeah. She's like, oh, wait, you also have to cleanse them. And I was like, cleanse them. And I was, I, I was just like, okay. So you cleanse them with sage and then you check their energy and then you have to activate them and you have to recharge them and you have to set intentions with them. And I, there was like this whole Bible and I was just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I was just like, oh, maybe this is why the crystals are not working for me. And I am also in agreement with Tiara that you should buy crystals intuitively. And her and I have been to the crystal store together. I actually, the past few times, like her and I did go, I did buy them intuitively, but they still weren't working. And, you know, now that I've gone through the whole process of cleansing them, setting intentions, recharging them, activating them, I have a theory that crystals carry a vibration and they do they they have a vibration they have a frequency as everything in life does and i believe that my frequency might be too high for crystals oh that's that's a whole different story but it's a theory and i'm beginning to believe it to be true because they're activated i check with tarot And nothing makes sense about this. And I'm just like, well, the only other logical explanation at this point is that my frequency is too high. Okay, so what is the intention that you set with them? Like, what are you trying to achieve with your crystals? I mean, that depends. Uh, Some of them set the intention for enhance psychic abilities some have the intention of helping me dream some have the intention for protection some has the intention for cleansing my aura some have the intention for helping me 
just get a calm mind, help me get into like a really good place in a meditative state. Just depends. Okay. And you're saying that none of that, none of that has happened for you. That is correct. I just do it on my own. I just figure it out on my own. (laughs) You know, it was really funny because I think we looked into one of your crystals. I don't remember which one it was, but we looked into one of them and okay. So just to let you guys know, like newsflash crystals are like children. You literally have to treat them like children. They, Allie's right. Like they have a frequency, um, but they also, in my opinion, have like needs and wants and desires. And you have to be able to tune into that to make them happy. Uh, again, this is just like my opinion. And this has been my experience with my crystals. So I remember looking into one of your crystals and the crystal was like, I don't like being next to these other crystals. <laughs> you need to move me away from these other crystals. And like, I felt that when I looked into the cards, because I used cards to look into it. And I was like, Ali, you need to move this crystal. Move the crystal. Move the fucking crystal. (laughs) That is actually very true. It was the rainbow fluorite, which is very powerful, very beautiful. And it was just like, I don't want to be near any of the crystals. So I had to move all my crystals. All right. Did that change anything? No. No. You know, they might be working and I just don't it's not a big enough it's not a big enough difference for me to notice. So they might be working. It's just not I don't get that same impact as some people do. And let's get into like wearing wearing crystals as jewelry. I love it. I think it's really beautiful, but like I said, there's this whole there's also this whole ritual of You know, if you wear them on your left hand, that means you'll be receiving. And if you wear them on your right hand, it means that you'll be, you know, giving out to the world, like giving out to the universe. And it's just, it's honestly, it's a lot of maintenance. It might be more maintenance than it's worth, especially because like for me, I definitely can be lazy. Well, we can all be lazy, uh, you know, in different ways. Um, but yeah, so I have this really great book. It's the love is in the earth, a kaleidoscope of crystals. It's basically my crystal Bible. Um, and it's a good starting place. If you're interested in learning more about crystals and how to use them properly. Now I know there are probably other resources out there. I just like to use this and it was actually from this book that I learned that there's actually a whole process with really effectively using your crystals. So this book actually says that crystals are um, like an extension of the planet and each crystal kind of has its own frequency um, and that they carry an actual strong energy. So it one of the first things you need to do is Like Ali said, you want to make sure that you buy a crystal with an intention. Um, Now, I know some people will use different ways to select their crystals. Like if you're in the store and you feel drawn to a crystal, it could be that the crystal is choosing you for a specific purpose. What I do is I will go into a store and I will say, all right, I need a crystal to help me with this. I will set that intention. And then the crystal that I'm drawn to is the one I know wants to work with me. So that has been effective for me. 
Um, I know that's been effective for some other people. I think some people just kind of like go to wherever they're drawn, not necessarily setting an intention. And I think that can work too. If there's something that you feel like you need to work on, but you're not sure what it is, letting the crystal choose you without an intention can kind of point you in a direction. Um, so I just, when it comes to picking your crystal, I think that that's really, really effective. Um, outside of that, you also need to cleanse its energy. Um, and there are many, many different ways to do that. What I like to do is I like to use sage, like sage smoke to clear the crystal energy. This book says that you can do things like uh, set it in salt water or set it in ocean water, um, which is one way to do it. Uh, I've never done the ocean thing, but I know that probably if you're close to an ocean, you might want to give that a try. You can also run it in like a stream or set it in a stream or set it in like flowing water to clear the energy. Um, and some people will use like just visualization, like visualizing a white light, clearing the energy. But whatever you do, you do want to make sure that you clear the energy of the crystal. Allie, did we talk about that? Did you do that? Did I do what? Did you do a clearing for your chlor your fluorite? Yes. Yes. I did a clearing for all of them. Okay. I did a clearing for all of them and the recharge and setting the intention and activation. And I checked their energy. I set them in different parts of the house and nope. I mean, like I said, I they might be working. I just don't see the difference. I think they are working. I just think that you can't tell. I think they're working in very, very subtle ways. But I just think it's just like super, super subtle for you. That's what I think it is. I mean, That's it's a opinion. theory. It's a theory. I don't know. So <laughs> we're going to figure this out. We're going we're gonna to fucking figure this out. <laughs> um, so I was talking about clearing the energies. You definitely want to do that. You also want to charge your crystal. Now, it's really interesting because when I get a crystal, I will clear it. And then I will talk to it. So I'm a divine clear channel. I can actually channel many different things, other entities, dead souls, plants, crystals. Uh, usually I will use tarot or oracle to check the energy of a crystal. Now, there have been times when I've done this and I've asked the crystal like, hey, do you want to be charged? And the crystal will be like, no. And I'm just like, oh, OK, you're special. Um, so I'll set it off to the side and I won't charge it. So you might have to like do that kind of thing. Like once you clear it to kind of check its energy to see if it even needs a charge because sometimes it doesn't. Um, and basically what charging does is it just like gives it energy so that it works for you. So my favorite way of doing it is to just put it in the sun. I'll put it in the sun. I know some people like to use moonlight for charging um, which, you know, if you feel called to do it that way, you can, I typically will use the sun. Um, and some people will use like a, uh, crystal cluster. So they'll set it in other crystals to charge it. I've never done that, but, um, that's something that I know that you can do as well. Um, so that's what I've done. And it's really interesting because <laughs> It's really important that you make sure that the crystal wants to work with you. Like even after you've done the intention with getting it and like charging it and clearing it, you, you do want to make sure that it's 
wants to work with you. And I was just about to bring that up because I was like, I don't know if my crystals even want to work with me. And I have checked tarot and I've actually gotten a straight up like, no, this crystal does not want to work with me. So it it really is a thing. And also something I just want to circle back on about the sun I do know that when I bought my rainbow fluorite, because it is actually one of my favorite crystals, I, the woman that so the woman that I bought it from said, yes, you can recharge in the sun, but you do want to be cautious with that because if you leave it out into the sun mm. for too long, then the crystal will lose its color. Um, so that is some yes, so, that, that's a good so point. that is a tip and that's why people ultimately choose the moon and the moon also gives off different energies the sun and the moon do give off different energies but i just want to put out that warning i guess if you really care about the color and the clarity of your crystals just be cautious when you recharge them in the sun Yes. And honestly, that's going to depend on the crystal that you have. So you're going to want to just like check with either the person at the store or do some research to see if it's a crystal that should go in the sun or if so, how long it should be in the sun. Because oftentimes, yeah, you can have that effect where it will lose its color if it's not a crystal that should be in the sun or if it's a crystal that shouldn't be in the sun for too long. So that's a really good point. Here is one of my favorite topics when it comes to crystals, which is something I didn't know and something Allie didn't know. You have to activate them too. So I was reading in my crystal Bible and apparently like in ancient times, crystals were revered for their power. And there was like a whole procession of (laughs) procedures that you had to make the crystal work effectively for you. And so some of the stuff we're sharing is like part of some of the things that they did. And one of those is an activation process. So I'd like to think of this as like waking up the crystal um, or, you know, turning it on is like another way to think of it. So there's a couple of ways you can go about this. One of the things I like to do is I will go to YouTube And I will find like a Tibetan um, bell or like the Tibetan singing bowls, like that kind of music and use that, turn it on, let it play next to the crystal and let it activate the crystal for like five, 10 minutes. And the Bible, my crystal Bible actually says that the preferred way to do it is to use like the Tibetan bowls or like some of that high frequency sounds to activate the crystal, to turn it on. And I've experimented with this. Like I've checked the crystal's energy before doing this and then checked it after. And it's like night and day. Like it really makes a difference. It really works. I don't know why it works, but it does. Um, So that's really, really important when you're trying to make effective use of a crystal is to activate it too. And if your crystal isn't working for you, it could be because it just hasn't been activated among, you know, some of the other possible things it could be. Um, It could just be a crystal that doesn't want to work with you. It could be a crystal that feels like the intent that you have with it isn't what it wants to do. Um, So, you know, a couple of things that you could troubleshoot if you find that your crystal isn't working for you. So, Allie, I think we had you set an intention, like try to set an intention with crystals after buying them, like after the fact. Did we do that? 
I thought we did that once. Yeah, we did. It wasn't, like I said, it really wasn't that effective. But I do have a question. Mm. So I know that each crystal, when you go into the crystal store, there'll always be some type of description or when you leave with a crystal, then they'll give you a description of what the crystal does. When people go into the store, do you think people actually read these descriptions and then buy based on that instead of using their intuition? Like they'll just go around reading the little cards and say, oh, this one will help you with calmness or enhance concentration and enhance intuition. And people just think like, oh, this is the crystal for me. Yes. That's what I used to do. I used to go into the store and look at the description and say, okay, this is what I need. But yeah, I know people are doing that. Is that effective? Yeah, I was just about to say Maybe. that. Is that effective though? I will say that for me, it probably was not. Um, but it was a fun experience otherwise, you know. Crystal store. But no, the most effective thing for me has been setting my attention in the store and letting the crystal find me. Like, you know, intuitively. Like, you know, the crystal that I'm drawn to. That's been the most effective for me. I haven't really found an effective way yet. I haven't given up on it. <laughs> or maybe I have given up on it. I don't know. I Like I said, my relationship with crystals have always been really complicated. Even though I grew up with them. It's weird. Now, I do also have some yoni eggs. And these are, they're, they're crystals. But they're shaped like, you know, an egg that goes in your yoni. Um, and I chose these online. I didn't really have a specific intention for them. But I, I just kind of like intuitively picked like a yoni egg. So I have two. One is green jade. And then the other is tiger eye. And it's really interesting because when I bought the green jade one, that was the first one. That's like the intro stone that they'll tell you to try if you're just getting into using yoni eggs and I think I just like set it on my dresser for like months and months and months and it was interesting because it started to call me and I know it's because I started thinking about it all the time like thinking about my yoni crystal thinking about my yoni crystal out of nowhere like it would just pop into my head and then after a while I started noticing oh this crystal is calling me to work with it so Crystals will often do that. Like they'll call you, they'll pick you, they'll choose you if you allow them to and you're open to receiving that type of energy. So I did that and it actually was really, really helpful. Like I cleared some stuff that I needed to clear. Yoni eggs is like a whole other topic, but um, it was very effective. So that can happen too. That is really fascinating. I can honestly say that I don't think I... By going to a crystal store... I intuitively will be drawn to crystals, but once I bring them home, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Like I just, and I do, yeah. and I do intentionally try to work with some of them, but like I said, I just, I haven't seen its effects. And I mean, I know I, as a human being carry a frequency and I know they carry, carry a frequency. So I just have this theory that my frequency might be too high. That's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to look into that and get back to you. So, okay. So have you had crystals disappear? Never. 
Really? Never. Okay. I know you I have. I have had like three. Oh, yes. I have had three crystals completely disappear. And I know that this is a thing because I looked it up on Google and people have talked about crystals just vanishing out of nowhere. So I know what happens. I don't know why it happens, but all the crystals that have disappeared on me have been like the black grounding stones. So like obsidian or onyx or like the black stones. Um, I had one that was like a necklace, like a a heart-shaped onyx necklace that disappeared on me. And then I've had like two other black stones just up and disappear on me. So the prevailing theory is that if the crystal feels like it's not aligned with you anymore or feels like it could serve a better purpose elsewhere, it'll just up and leave. Now, I don't know if it's just like getting up and walking away or if it's just like (laughs) shifting out of, you know, awareness. I don't fucking know what's going on, but apparently this is a thing and it's just, it blows my fucking mind that this could happen. Like it really does. But yeah, it's a thing. So if you find that you have crystals that disappear, you're not crazy. It's real. It happens. Apparently the crystal just decides that it's better used elsewhere. Sorry. (laughs) (coughs) Sorry. Now, I have also had crystals cloud up, like, after use. That has happened to me. And I had one. That has happened to me. Oh, that's right. You mentioned something like this. You watched it happen with your very eyes. I was cleansing my aura, and I was intentionally putting energy into this crystal and when I, after like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, I opened up my hand and you, I showed you how cloudy that crystal got. <gasps> oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which to me is a sign that it's working. Agreed. That, like that energy is going somewhere. Yeah. No, agreed. That, that has become my favorite crystal. I actually still use that crystal today, but my other, I don't know, five or six, like I said, I don't know. Yeah, you should have a conversation with your crystals. Yeah, I'm not going like, to do Yo. that. <laughs> what are you going to do with your crystals? Like, are they just going to sit there? You're not going to use them? I might try again one day. I don't know. Like I said, it, it's, a, it's a developing story. I have to get to the bottom of it. And I just haven't had the energy. Okay. So I had a selenite. It was like a one of those um, palm stones, a selenite palm stone. Mm-hmm. And it's got like some healing messages etched on it. And I used it once when I was having um, like intense heat in my body because I noticed that when I would hold it, like the heat would stop and it was really amazing. So I did that for a couple nights. Like I would just sleep with it and... Um, the heat would stop and I would be able to rest. And then one of the mornings I looked at it and it was like cracked. It had cracks going through it, almost like someone had thrown it or taken a hammer to it. And like the insides were cracked. And I was like, oh my God. So I went and I asked like, what happened to you? And the crystal was like, I'm so worn out and exhausted. And I was just like, oh my God, I feel so bad. (laughs) I destroyed this crystal. 
So I don't use it because I've asked it. I was like, can I use you for some purpose? And it's like, no, don't. And I'm like, okay. So I just sit it here and, you know, it's just my sad little crystal. I was thinking about burying it. I'm not sure. I was going to say it, it, um, might, it I, might be ready to be buried. It really might. Yes. So burying crystals, I've never done it, but I have read that once a crystal is no longer usable, that you can bury it. So I have this one. And then I had a um, amethyst necklace that cracked in two for some reason um, that I also need to bury. Now, my sister actually has a stone that she said also out of nowhere cracks in two. And I was reading in the Crystal Bible that if it happens, that's usually because of some intense energy or like energy that's competing like competing energies that have overwhelmed the stone for some reason so um, if that happens you can bury the stone like just kind of thank it for its use find a special place to bury it and you know give it back to the earth so I do need to do that that's on my list of things to do of many things to do when it's not 120 degrees outside right exactly exactly So I do hope that that was helpful when it comes to how to properly use a crystal, how to treat them, um, setting your intentions with them. And if you're struggling with using crystals, like, I hope this can kind of help you find an effective way to make use of them, because it'd be sad to buy a crystal that doesn't work and just have it sit there and stare at it and not get any use out of it, because crystals are amazing and they're beautiful and they're powerful and they can really work for you if you're intentional with what it is you need. And if you go through the proper process of activating and clearing and um, charging, I know it can be a lot and it sounds like a lot, but it's worth it. In my opinion, it's really worth it. I'd say it's worth it if it works for you. Okay, we're going to get to the bottom of why your crystals don't work for you. I have my theories, but we're going to we're going to get to the bottom of this. This might be a continuing topic. Just FYI. All right. So, you guys can find our episodes on our websites. Please do if you're finding us like on Amazon, please do leave reviews because it's really important for us to know how some of these topics are being received. It's also a good place to let us know some of the topics you might be interested in hearing, or you can just let us know by sending us an email or a message. You can also find us on YouTube and on TikTok and on Instagram. I have a TikTok. It's called Miss T, the channeler. And Allie is, is it Miss A? Yeah, I'm working on the name. That might change. <laughs> right now it's Miss A. So we are both on TikTok and I do talk about some of the things we discuss on our podcast on there as well. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, I hope that this was really helpful for you guys. I really hope it can help demystify the confusion around crystals. Again, it's just a process. You can make them work for you. You just got to do it right. There's a right way to do things and there's a wrong way to do things as we have learned. Are you trying to tell them that I've just been doing it wrong? Because I can honestly say, I don't think I have been doing it wrong. I can just... No, I'm saying, (laughs) what I'm saying is I think that they have been working for you. I just don't think that you've noticed it the way that, you know. And that could... You might be having higher expectations, is what I think. 
You think I have too high of expectation. Okay. Well, we'll look into it. Because sometimes a subtle, like sometimes a crystal's impacts, it's subtle. It's not super big and obvious all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I just, I haven't experienced that. So I'm happy that we were able to do this episode because we have one very positive story with crystals. And then we have my story. That's just a little (laughs) bit more confusing, a little bit more complicated. And so now you get both sides. Like you have two examples of both sides. And as this develops and as I slowly start to figure out what's going on, we'll update you. So that's how I look at it. You get So if anyone out there is like me and they're just like, you know, I'm into crystals, but they just don't work for me. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Oh, yeah. You guys should connect on that. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to demystify it. Like I said, I just I think that perhaps the impact has just been really, really subtle. And by the way, I do have more positive stories. I mean, yeah, I have the one with the calcite, but also like I will often ask my crystals like I'll say, Hey, who wants to help me channel? And I will just pick the one I'm drawn to, and it's it's helpful. So, um, and then you know, yoni eggs, of course. I think I want to make yoni eggs a separate topic because there's some interesting stuff there too. Um, I also had like a palm stone that was like a uh, the green. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna forget the name of this one. Uh, it's not green adventuring, but it's like a deep green emerald, and I use that for healing some heart space wounding. So you'll notice that. The crystals that choose you will be aligned to the color of the chakra that you're working with, which is really interesting. You should experiment with that. That is, you might find something similar in the really store. Interesting. Hmm. It is really interesting. So, all right. Well, thank you guys again for joining us, and we will keep you guys updated on Ali's crystal mystery. We absolutely will. I just want to say thank you for tuning in, listening in, and we're really excited about this. This is something that we both have been, this has been in development for a while now, and to actually see this come into fruition has been a really unique and interesting process for us, but I'm really excited about this, and we hope you are too. So I just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you guys so much. And please, please share your feedback because we're listening.